0: Welcome to episode number 12 of That's a Shame I'm your host Nick Alex And um, I can't believe I'm on episode 12 It feels like a lot But it also feels like not a lot at all It feels like I've been doing it for a while But the number 12 isn't that high of a number But 12 weeks is kind of a long time But also, it's really not. But it kind of is, because it's almost, what is that, four months? And um, I can't believe it's been four months. I didn't even start doing this thing until, like, well into quarantine. And the fact that I'm at four months and nothing's fucking changed is sad. Nothing's changed. We're still locked down, and um, there was a coup. On the Capitol building, obviously we're going to talk about that Because I haven't talked to you guys since that shit happened And holy shit That was pretty wild, huh? Or do you guys not give a shit? Or was that just like, were you happy about it? Because, you know, you hate the establishment and you love Trump? Or do you love Trump and still think it was wild? Or do you hate Trump and think it was out of control? Because I don't feel any sort of way I mean, I think, you know Look, I don't know where you guys stand politically But I don't give a fuck if Trump's president. I don't give a fuck if Biden's president. I think that they're both trash. And when people... I, I totally understand that you could be happy about Trump not being president. But then when you go outside and you clamor about how happy you are that Biden's president, that's where I lose you. Because I feel like it wasn't that long ago when a, when a video was going viral. Every other week of that dude sniffing preteen chick's hairs... And like whispering in their ears and all sorts of shit. So that guy's really fucking weird. He's also been a politician his whole life. So he's obviously corrupt and he hasn't done a goddamn thing in our benefit in in that entire time. I don't think, not from what I've heard, but I, I, you know, look to me, being happy that Trump isn't president and then going outside and celebrating that Biden is, is like being told, look, you no longer have cancer, but you do have polio And then you make a sign that says polio 2020 and you go outside and hold it up in jubilee. You still have polio. And I'm talking pre-vaccine polio. So you're probably going to die. And by probably, I mean definitely. So that's how I feel. If you just solely blanketedly support either side, I don't trust you. You need, you need to support both things on each side because that means you're a person and you have individual beliefs. And you don't just see that, oh, the left's doing that. I'm going to do that too. Look, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm nervous because I, I'm not, um you know, I talk about how my girlfriend has money, but we're not fucking rich. I mean, her parents are rich, but, and she does well, but we're certainly not. Yet, in the upper echelon of whatever the fuck. And these tax plans that Biden is talking about are scaring the shit out of me. Is this a true thing? Or maybe I'm telling you guys, this is what I heard. Just one aspect of what he's preparing to do. That's scaring the shit out of me. And it was an example of paying tax on uh, an inheritance. That say... Let me get a swig of water here. Um, say your parents... Die and they leave you their house. And at that time, just for an easy number's sake, the house is worth 200 K. And then say you have it for two years and it inflates to 220 K. Right now you pay tax on the 20 K, which makes sense to me. That's money made on your dime. But when Biden takes over. The plan then becomes your parents leave you a house worth 200K. It inflates to 220K. You sell it. You don't pay tax on the 20K. You pay tax on whatever that fucking house was worth the day your parents bought it. So if they bought it in 19 fucking 23, obviously not 23. If they bought it in like 82. Look, I don't know the age range of of the people listening, but whatever the fuck. Say the house was worth 75 k when they bought it. Then you're paying the difference between 220 k and 75 k And that, to me, feels like a crime. So that's why I don't understand people who go outside and you're just cheering and happy that Biden's the president because he might not fuck you as blatantly as Trump has been fucking you, but he's still going to fuck you. It's like, look, just how do you, how would you prefer to be raped? Do you want to be wide awake while it's happening? Someone fucking picks you off in a parking garage and they just drag you into the stairwell and rape you? Or do you want them to drug you? Do you want them to drug you before they rape you? Because Biden's the date rapist and Trump just raped you in a back alley. And uh, I'm not going to stand outside with a sign for either of those guys, you know? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. But it was crazy, that whole siege on the Capitol building and there's videos that are blowing my fucking mind. I mean... People were, you know, climbing the walls and dropping elbows through the door windows to get in there. And uh, then I saw another video where the police people just opened the gate and let a large chunk of them in. So I don't know what's really going on. I don't know if it's this whole thing is like a legitimate coup or it's a disguise for the bigger picture, which obviously the bigger picture would be the Illuminati. And I would I'm not an Illuminati guy but at a certain point you got to think it makes more sense for there to be frog or lizard people running the world than for this to just be what the world is cuz if this is what the world is and there there aren't people, you know, behind the scenes pulling strings and making this crazy shit happen to distract us from a bigger picture then then this this fucking this this is wild and and the human race will probably end pretty soon so that was a wild thing that happened And um, On a better note I was in Southampton this past weekend I went to uh, the Hamptons Because my girl Had a girlfriend It was, it was her birthday And uh, we went there and celebrated And um, I mean we didn't, it wasn't really a party It was just two couples So that's four total people Because um, That's how couples work And It was a good time man it was a good time. We um, we wanted to make it like kind of special even though in these sh- weird shitty times. So we decided to make it a black tie little dinner party. And um, th- the problem with that was I don't have a suit. And then what I realized was black tie means tux and then I don't have that either. So I had to get a tux and I should have probably got a suit too. But I did get a tux and I'm 29 and not a man because I should have those things by now and i started to realize i don't the, la, the in the within the last 4 years the only time i've worn suits is when people pass away i get a suit and i go to the funeral and and the reason i don't have a suit is because when i get the suit i don't take the tags off of it and then i wear it to a dead person's going away party and i return the Apparel that was worn at the dead person's party and give it back to the store and then someone else buys it and wears it not knowing it was worn at that event. And uh, those were the things I did when I was, you know. Before this relationship. So for this one, uh, my girl sent me to a, a place called suit supply the day of. I didn't think there was any fucking chance I get a tuxedo that could be tailored. Hours before this party, but it happened. Walked into suit Supply. I'm not I didn't you know they're not a a paid sponsorship on here But I'll give them fucking props dude If you need a suit or a tux go there The store is under the William Vale Hotel in Williamsburg And fuck me a nice gay black dude greeted me and took care of me In a way I will never forget And uh I don't know I mean Look I would have been impressed no matter what Because I don't I don't know how suits and tuxedos work But fuck he made me look sharp dude Got a sweet fucking tux With some brown suspenders A nice bow tie And I know the brown suspenders Might sound like a weird thing But he said it was a fresh thing And he's and he's gay So I trust him And black Which down, doubles down On the uh, fashion knowledge I think That's a personal thing And um, Yeah man So we went there And we threw our tuxedos on And the girls Didn't throw their tuxedos on Because they're not lesbians They had dresses And we got to drinking and eating, and what we ate was—I don't even want to tell you what it was because it was so out of line that I don't—look, it's different when when you can afford things, but you're not really a classy person, and you do things that would probably be frowned upon in, like— like, I always think about the Titanic and how those people behaved. Like, they abided by a strict set of guidelines. I mean, if a fucking broad's back wasn't at a 90-degree angle, or not a 90, degree, yeah, 90-degree perpendicular to the floor, they were getting hit. You can't have a rounded back back in those days. So, I don't know why I just went in that direction. But, anyway, my point is, we ate a half a kilo of caviar in 38 minutes. And I don't think you're supposed to do that, but we did it, and it was fucking amazing. I've never I've had caviar before, but obviously never to this degree. And it, it hits different when you can, you know, when you go to get like um, a retainer made and they shove that mold in your mouth and you gag a little bit and then they pull it out and your teeth are imprinted. When you can put that amount of caviar in your mouth, And then still have plenty left For several more of those kinds of mouthfuls It's a different level of enjoyment And that's what we enjoyed And I'm not going to lie to you guys We did it on the second day as well So And that's not all we ate But we ate We totaled a a kilo of caviar in, um, In two days And I like that it's referred to as a kilo of caviar I'm not just saying that That's what it is And uh it's fitting that it's referred to in a way that you would refer to cocaine because you shouldn't be doing a kilo of either of those things at any point in your, of uh your life in one sitting, but we did it we did it, and it was fucking tasty and they say it's healthy, but i don't I don't know you think it is it's a lean protein, a lot of salt and um I was throwing it, it was my, my favorite, we were putting it on a bunch of things, but my favorite thing is we had some hard-boiled eggs, and I would put it on top of like a fucking a piece of a hard-boiled egg, just baby egg on top of a chicken, a, a baby fish egg on top of a chicken egg, and uh, boy, those, that they, they taste good together, those miscarried chickens and fishes taste, go real well together, and, um, and we, we had a lot of fun, we were ripping some good yarns, and that means telling stories for some reason. I don't understand that saying. And um, I'll tell you, I, I, I want to share this out. I I probably shouldn't be sharing it, but, you know, this podcast isn't that big and it won't. I don't think it'll get back to anyone. But they were telling me a story of. Uh, they were telling me a story of this, this husband and wife. He was married to a uh, twin chick. And they were married for Jesus Christ. All right, that's my washing machine beeping, if you can hear that. And um, so they were telling me a story about a husband and wife. He was married to this chick who was a twin. And they were married for years, had a good marriage and kids. And he cheated on his wife with the twin sister. And that's how they said it, that he cheated on his wife with the twin sister. And I don't like that it being phrased that way because... To me, the worst person, he's not a good person, but the worst person is the twin sister, I think. And what the way you should lead into the story is the twin sister, the way you should lead into the story is the sister fucked her twin's husband. And that's who the worst person is, I think. And um, what I don't get, I mean, they're both pieces of shit. And what I don't get about the story is. To me, the whole point of cheating is. To me, the whole point of cheating is you do it because you want something new. You're sick of what you have, you want a new flavor. You, why would you bang a chick who looks exactly like the chick you're banging? And apparently, the chick he banged is the lesser of the twins, meaning she's dumber, is what I've been told. So he fucked the shit of your twin. I don't don't understand that. If you're going to cheat on your wife, do something totally different. And if I was married to a fucking small white woman, I'd be banging WNBA players because, you know. And I just, you need need a taste of something else. I don't get it. To me, it'd be like if he was sentenced to eat Cheerios for the rest of his fucking life and then decided he was going to break the rules and pay the consequences. And he said, you know what? I'm eating oatmeal. I'm saying fuck Cheerios. I'm going oatmeal. I'm not going to have Fruit Loops or cookie Crisp or filet mignon or lobster. I'm going to ruin my life for some fucking oatmeal. And I don't know if that's a good analogy because I guess it's pretty it's pretty fucking sick to fuck your a twin sister sister, you know, and under different circumstances. I guess that is a dream most people have actually is to bang a you want to bang twins at the same time. That's the dream. You don't want to marry one and then fuck their sister. Cuz to me it's too easy to pretend they are the sister. You just you don't even have to close your eyes. You just look at them and be like Vanessa or whatever the fuck their names are. You just change their name, not out loud because that'll get you in trouble, but so I don't understand that and um I'm sorry this podcast is a little late. I apologize. I recorded yesterday, and I thought it was terrible because I yesterday was day one of me um, trying to wean off coffee. Gross. I was trying to wean off coffee. I mean, I still am. I'm on day two now, but I, I feel a little better today. I had some green tea yesterday. I didn't do a goddamn thing, and I felt like I was dying. I had both my eyes felt like they were going to fall out of my head. And I was just so tired and lethargic. and its um, I've never tried to get off coffee before. I like doing things that I don't do. I like changing things up. And right now I don't like the fact that not eating something is giving me such severe withdrawals that I couldn't record a podcast. So I'm going to probably continue to not drink coffee for a little bit. But I fucking love coffee, dude. I love coffee so much. I'm big into the whole... I got my own grinder. I got a fucking individual drip thing. I got It's way too over the top and uh, heavy into the coffee culture, but I don't, I don't know. I got to take at least a little break. I also don't like being part of things that are called cultures. They get too aggressive. I'm just very into coffee. I'm not into coffee culture. I don't go to like meetings and tastings, but whenever you add the word culture to something, things always get out of hand, more aggressive than they need to be like. I remember I remember actually this just happened. My girl was I, I my girl has like a, an antique pickup truck and I was asking her how much how much it was worth. I was curious and she was like, "Oh, it's worth quite a bit of money because it's unmolested." And then I was like, "Fucking what did you just say to me?" And she said, "It's unmolested." And I was like, "No, I heard you, but why? Why are you using that word?" And she was like, "Oh, in truck in truck culture, that's in an old or old car culture, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's that's the word used to describe a you know, a pristine, original condition car. And I was like, how about the word original, huh? How about let's use the word pristine or not modded up. Maybe not modded up and let's not use the word that describes kids who get fucked before they can defend themselves. I mean, what came first? Who, what, who started using that word? Was it, descri- was it first used to describe kids who got fucked before they could defend themselves or trucks? Because if it, it was the kids who were getting fucked, then we need to look into the truck people because they might be doing the thing to the kids. I mean, what, what should, how, who brought that up? What should we call it, what, you know, one of these fucking truck meetings, what should we call the trucks that are unfucked with? How about unmolested? All right, Bob, I think maybe your head's thinking about other things, and you should probably see a therapist or a psychologist. Let's not call it unmolested. And um fuck, dude, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for keeping uh, keeping on listening. And... um uh, shit, I continually forget that I have responsibilities now. And uh, give me a hot fucking second here. Support for That's a Shame podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your (coughs) below-the-waist grooming needs. Shit. Dude, I got this buzzer, man. It finally came in the mail, and I don't regret telling you guys to get this thing. It's a fucking beaut. The packing is beautiful. It come, mine came with a nice toiletry bag, a fucking D ball smell of fire, and uh, it's got a nice different size clip. So if you don't want a super fucking skin fade, you can have a nice, you know, a little bit of a longer look. But the trim is even all the way around. It's fantastic. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, the Lawnmower 3.0. The third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. I didn't nick my tip one fucking iota during this whole trim sitch, so it's the real thing. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower, I not didn't, I didn't test that out. But I'm fucking going I'm going to. Because to me, that's still crazy. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates your grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 70,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke. Listen, folks. I couldn't hear a goddamn thing while I was buzzing my cock. Technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand show your mower off loud and proud because the intelligently designed stand is convenient charging dock powered by usb i didn't even have to charge it yet it came with a nice charge a long enough charge to get my shit shaved and i'll tell you what that's a big perk in my eyes trim that junk of yours get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code that's a shame at manscape.com your balls will thank you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code that's a shame no apostrophes at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code that's a shame that's the episode this week guys i love you for listening continue to listen continue to tell people about the podcast i need this thing to grow i'm uh, glad you're still listening though rate and review if you haven't enjoy the rest of your week bye